0: We're starting a podcast, we being Midge, myself, um, in regards to just general topics to engage people's thoughts. It might be something that they often overlook, but hopefully they'll dig into it a, a little bit deeper and see something that maybe our opinions have enlightened them to. Uh, most people know Midge from MB Machine. Yep. And myself, I... Yeah, nobody really knows me yet. No, no, you haven't even decided on a pseudonym you want to use yet. I don't. Yeah, I haven't yeah. even done that. Yeah.
1: So. So I'm the other guy. <laughs> that works perfectly. <laughs> uh, the idea behind the podcast is is like what uh, what he was saying is we just want to to uh, get 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 some thoughts out here where, and see if see if we can get people to to discuss things and just kind of see how it goes, like. And then with me being from the M.E. Machine podcast, uh, I'm going to sound a lot different on here. Like, there's going to be a lot less cost and a lot more discussion and... More intelligence. I wouldn't say more. You will show more. Uh,
0: supposedly. Yeah. we we'll, we'll yet to be seen. You nope. Know, we'll see. So, uh, our first topic today, we're going to actually talk about microtransactions. We're both video game fans. Oh, yeah. We grew up in a household. He's my brother, by the way. Um, that's something that I should probably share with everybody. <laughs> so this should get actually not just a, a kind of deep thought into certain topics, but also hopefully a family vibe of just set down discussion like like uh, Mitch said. So today we're gonna kind of hit on microtransactions and the issue on one side or maybe the positive of the business side that they bring to the video game world, the entertainment world in general. Um for those who are unaware microtransactions are those you know 99 cents or 4.99 bo-
1: loot boxes now or it, things lot, of that nature. Yeah, a lot of times it's it's going to be so funny enough when they first came out that you could actually buy um things in the game that would give you an advantage over other players. They were referred to as uh pay to win games.
0: So with that though, I mean you you head right into it. What exactly is your history? Where did you first see them, seeing how you're a little bit younger than I am?
1: Oh, man. Seven years younger ain't that much younger. Yeah, I it, yeah it is. It's actually pretty significant. So I'm
0: going to pull back my history real quick, <laughs> all right? I'm, I'm pulling it back way back when arcades were still a thing. Arcades were a thing. Yeah, arcades were a thing, right? <laughs> so I remember being a kid, and I would go over to my mother's, and she would often take me and, and our other brother to the arcade to have fun sure she went and did whatever she did but me and our brother had a lot of fun with the arcades and there was a a a game that I was terrible at absolutely terrible but I always enjoyed watching other people play arcade games and it was double dragon something I cannot remember the name of this game but I remember watching this guy he literally had what you would see like a, a cartoon character with the money symbol on a bag he had a bag of coins next to him and he would pay because in this video game, you could actually insert so many coins to get better gear, better weapons, better whatever to face the boss at the end. And he actually beat it. I mean, more power to him. But as a kid, I looked at it as what he just accomplished. I didn't look at it as the financial aspect. Now that I'm an adult, I look at a financial aspect and I'm going, man, I don't really care if my base has, you know, X or X or whatever. <laughs> and, uh, it, so that's where I first was introduced to him before, I believe, before it was actually mainstream, so to speak.
1: So that Double Dragon is actually, I don't remember the last part, but I read an article and that was the game that they mentioned was one of the first ones with microtransactions. You could actually put quarters in to get stuff yeah. for your your money. And then the first ones I remember, and I actually got in a debate with uh, Mijet about this. My wife is, what are we considering a microtransaction? Because in my opinion, there's a difference between microtransaction and DLC content. That's but a there's, fair also, statement. there's also there's also add on content when you go back to 360, which add ons were different than DLC. Add ons were like uh, you could buy horse armor in Oblivion.
0: Correct. Yeah. But I remember that. The, the it,
1: gold, I yeah, think it was yeah. what it was. And it was like five but
0: bucks. It, but it didn't approve
1: anything, at, I think, at the time. No, it, was it was just, just
0: a, a visual, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, a, a character skin. Yeah. So to speak.
1: And, but would you consider that DLC? Or would you consider that an add on or microtransaction? That's, That's a transaction. The first one I remember would be. I was on mobile. I was playing Clash of Clans, and I was like, "What? I have to wait. I have to wait five five minutes to to get this done, or I can buy use gems." Well, I, well, of course, I want gems to speed it up. Oh, it's actual money. You can you can, you know, kick sticks. I'm not paying for that.
0: So that actually digs a little bit deeper into microtransactions. That's a freemium, I think, is what. Freemium. Freemium. There you go. Uh, Free to play. Yeah. Free to play, except when you need to go further. Mm-hmm. then you got to pay which from a business standpoint is genius kids bounce all over this stuff uh, adults even um mm-hmm. what was that big candy Crush game? oh that's right.
1: actually one of the first ones as well that is listed on the article i read is candy crush was huge yeah because
0: yeah. people would just buy it to go further to go further what did it get you in the end Depends on what it's worth to you. Right. Exactly. So, I mean, but that's a big thing, though. Uh, Fallout 76. (laughs) Uh, It's a game that I was so looking forward to. I was excited that it came out the first time that that we got a chance to play it together. You know, um, you, I, and our, our cousin were playing it together, and it was a blast to play. And then they incorporated this microtransaction. Oh, well, you can get everything you need in the game, but if you want it faster, here, you can buy it. And some of the stuff that you have to, to do to get these things in the game is absolutely ridiculous. And the game map is just gigantic. So it's easier to spend $0.50, cents two ninety nine, or
1: whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And uh, so with 76, though, the biggest disappointment I had with that was the fact that if you bought loot crates, like you were saying, you could le- easily stomp out of the, the vault with armor, power armor already. Yeah. And, and you could just gun everyone down. And that was another thing they had a problem with, is that people were just gunning people down when they'd come out the vault. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I do. I do recall. If I remember correctly, we set up a base right outside the vault. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We were
1: awesome people. (laughs) Well, eh, it's the name of the game, in my opinion. Right.
0: So digging a little bit more into the microtransaction aspects,
1: it is a large industry. I think
0: you were alluding to- EA
1: makes billions of dollars on microtransactions. Billions. And then Activision makes $4 billion a year just in microtransactions for their games. That's Activision. That's they,
0: just microtransactions. That's not the sale of the
1: game. No, that's just things in the game that you can buy to make whatever. Like, yeah, that's, that's $4 insane. billion dollars for Activision. They dwarfed EA. And EA's big thing was Ultimate Team for FIFA. Yep. Apparently, the competitions you have to buy characters and skills and things and and com- competitors literally would purchase these and spend thousands of dollars to compete in championships to get money but they had to spend money to get into the championship because if you didn't your characters weren't good enough
0: What what's the adage pay to play right yeah yeah pay to Ooh. win you know what now that you mention that i just um uh ea sports pass on game pass and all that good stuff and i just played madden mm-hmm. and i have no idea what the ultimate team is i i suck at madden by the way but it appears to be nothing more than a money grab. Yes. That's like, exactly what it is. So from from a consumer aspect, mm-hmm. from my aspect, it looks to be a money grab. Um, maybe it's the game's not entertaining enough to me. Maybe I'm not vested enough into it because, and I, and I bring this up, because I'm sure if I wanted to go further in Fallout 4, I wanted to go further in Fallout 76, or something of that nature, then maybe I might invest a little bit into that.
1: Eh, speaking for myself, I hate buying any sort of microtransaction. If I can't get better at the game just by playing it, right, and I'm not having fun, I'm not going to pay more money for a game, or even if it's free. Like If you want to say it's a free game, and I have to pay money like a little bit at a time, no, I'm not going to.
0: What about the instance where... Excuse me. What about the instance where, let's say, that it's going to take you so many hours in the game to achieve this one goal, or you can pay, you know, pay it for
1: nine, 99 cents? So I don't think you've ever played it. You know what Battlefront 2 is? I have no clue what Battlefront 2 is. So in that game, it took 45 in-game hours to unlock Luke Skywalker to use as a hero in the game. Oh, it says Star Wars?
0: Yeah, Star Wars, Wars Battlefront 2. Okay,
1: okay. So I, it, I remember seeing it, but I, I never played it. 45 hours to unlock the that's, character that most people want to play is in-game hours. This absolutely. is just you turn it on and you let it you know, chill and you get the character. You have to play for 45 in-game hours at a high level to unlock it and save your points. That's insane. That's literally, I'm not looking at anything else. Like you have to, but they redid their thing, so that's not as insane. But that was literally a money grab by EA to have kids I, buy it and they did, and I they bet did. You it worked. oh yeah and people are furious 45 in game hours well that's that's the game like that's what they wanted you don't want it doesn't matter like they did they did back it off to where it's more reasonable right but oh so now it's gonna take what 35 hours right <laughs> right i'm sorry i don't have i don't have i don't have another full-time job that i can commit to that uh, well somebody obviously does i mean and then at the same
0: time, you wonder how many times that these are marketed to an individual fan base. Like you just mentioned, the the Luke Skywalker. Obviously, you have to be an extreme fan of – well, not necessarily an extreme fan. But you have to be a fan of Star Wars in order to get that character mm-hmm. or for that company to be profitable from that character. So you kind of wonder how their marketing campaign goes. And a lot of it is is um, figured out by algorithms, to be perfectly honest with you. And, oh, it, yeah. and it's rather, from a, a privacy standpoint, it's rather concerning. Mm-hmm. However, from an entertainment standpoint, people are willing to give away their information for a little bit of fun, you know? And mm-hmm. it just amazes me. So if we we take a stand back while, while we're talking about the microtransaction aspect of it, I guess the, the question is, really what's entertainment value and what is the value to that person right Mm
1: -hmm. yeah no ultimately it's if you get more fun and use out of it than what i would then go for it it's just to me like i guess personally i won't do it like i do not buy loot boxes if you give me a free one cool oh i got some cool stuff well i'll keep playing if i like it and if i don't then i'm not gonna I refuse, refuse to do microtransactions.
0: So let's pull away from the entertainment value of maybe on the video games and talk more about the largest microtransaction store that there is and go to the app store, the (laughs) Apple app store. 99 cents for a radio or for a song track. 99 cents is what it was back. I I mean, it might have changed. But back when I I was first introduced to it, it was 99 cents. And to me, that was insane. That was that was nuts. I'm still a tangible type of guy. Like I'm old school. I'm tangible. If I'm exchanging my money for something, I want a physical copy of it. Mm-hmm. Give me a game. Give me a CD. Uh, though they're things of the past now, but the the <laughs> a, aspect a, is a cassette tape. Right. Hey, nothing wrong with a track. <laughs> so, the the aspect of it being though these markets, these marketing marketing campaigns actually address this to the younger audience, younger audience being kids, because think about it. And it might be a little bit difficult that, uh, not, not the parent involved, but from a parenting aspect, think of our parents. They had five kids. How easy would have it been? All right. You can have three bucks. Just shut up and get out of my way. You know what I mean? And rather than no, stop it. Stop. No, no, stop it. Where the marketing doesn't have to pay for commercials. They don't have to pay for airwaves. They don't have to pay to get your attention. They don't have to pay for flashy lights. They got that little bitty kid running around saying, hey, I need a new color on my Thomas the Train. You know <laughs> uh, you, you know what I mean? And I, and they're, the kids are now the literally the walking billboards for these companies. Uh, Fortnite. For, yeah, Fortnite's huge right now, right? And it's marketing to kids. Mm-hmm. It is. Uh, what? Nerf. Nerf just came out with a, a Fortnite, uh, uh, what was it, a sniper rifle, I think, yeah. or something like that yeah. Nerf did. $100. $100 for a Nerf gun. Nothing different. You can buy the same thing for 30 bucks. The only thing different, the sticker that says Fortnite and the paint that it was. Yep. Absolutely insane.
1: It, well, I mean, that's how they've always marketed that stuff at kids, is that it's you, you get the kid to want it, and they can pester their parents to get it, and what do you do? I mean, unless you're a complete... Uh, like, I don't care that you're crying or whining kind of kid, <laughs> person, whatever. Like, then you're like, oh, go, go ahead. Go throw the bike off the rack and, you know, smash up the store. I ain't paying for it still. Like, right. I, I guess if you can do that, more power to you. But nine times out of 10, people are like, hey, yeah, three bucks. Go ahead. Like, go ahead. No, take it's it. true. Hey, it's Fortnite. That's what you want. Yeah, it's I, true. Yeah.
0: Whatever. You know, and at the same time, so many parents nowadays put their kids in front of video games so I think it's genius, and from a business standpoint, let me let oh me, yeah, let me get that straight. From a business standpoint, I think microtransactions are a genius play.
1: Well, in, when you purchase, have you ever have you ever purchased a loot box or opened a loot box in a game? The
0: only way that I've done it, to be perfectly honest with you, is Call of Duty. When you play so much, you get free points.
1: If I get enough points, I open a loot box. <laughs> and have you ever noticed how flashy and noisy it no, is? Yet? And it's like it's almost like you're really not. Pulling a wheel at a casino. Yeah. It's to get kids to want to keep going back to it and get a dopamine hit. And because when you get it, you get that all oh, that ultra rare thing. You can only get through the box and you get to show off to your friends. Yeah. Like, no, it's a, that's a, that's genius. a very good point. That's it's a genius. Point. It's literally microtransactions got banned in Belgium because they considered them gambling. They are. People cannot put their games into the country and uh, distribute them legally if they have microtransactions in them. That's pretty amazing. I did not know that. Yeah, like, I knew that is Belgium or Dutch. I think that's the same thing, but whatever.
0: I'm, I mean, Netherlands is a country. There
1: you but... go. That might be it. <laughs> but uh, I I did know that
0: there are game companies out there that's having problems getting over in the Europe with the the new Europe privacy laws that are, that are happening in there. Mm-hmm. And so I know that there's kind of conflict in in things of that nature and how to how to get how to get the game to people but not get their information back. So it might not be the, what do you call it? Freem- freem- freemium. Freemium-based um, uh, game aspect. Now, at the same time, there's a lot of the game companies, as you mentioned, EA is a big <laughs> one, that literally rely on that privacy information coming back to the people. Like when I say back to the people, I mean back to the company mm-hmm. from the people. So EA's got marketability everywhere, Terrible games, sorry, just my opinion. But Do oh, you, you want to go on that one? Because that, that's a whole ring
1: I can go on to for a couple hours. Uh, not a couple hours, <laughs> but feel free for a few I minutes. I despise EA with a passion. They take every every franchise I love and just destroy it. Are you still bitter about Mass Effect? Yes, I am. <laughs> I am bitter about Mass Effect. I'm bitter about Dragon Age. I'm bitter about Knights of the Old Republic. I'm bitter about all these amazing games that they've taken and they're like, oh, microtransactions, here you go. Yeah, you know what? What even makes me more mad is I have a friend that played Mass Effect, never played the campaign. He only played it for multiplayer. He thought the multiplayer was great. Do what? Did I, I speak too quick? No, I didn't know that it had multi- multiplayer. I yeah. didn't know that it had, yeah, it had a, a wave mode. That's what he played it for was the wave mode. Really? He didn't. He didn't know anything about the Krogan, the Asari, the Solarians, the lore. the, the Rachni. Yeah, the important stuff that yeah. most people play games for. The story. Yeah. No, all he knew was the multiplayer, and I got so mad because it's like, you're literally playing this game and you're going to convince them to start putting more money and stuff into the multiplayer instead of take away with the campaign. Does does uh, Quarren's ring a bell with Mass Effect Andromeda? You know, the really technical race that right. was supposed to have, you know, they, they literally lived in space and all their ship ships, I almost said the other S word, ships were amazing, like they were broken down, beat up, but they were still better than most people's. They, they never made it to Andromeda right. because there wasn't any money in it.
0: Right? Yeah. Yeah. So speaking of M- Andromeda, I that's a game that I did not finish. I started it and I was playing it and I, I absolutely loved it. This was it was still choppy mm-hmm. way back in the day. Like it was when it first released. I think that was my actually that was my last pre order was Andromeda. I quit mm-hmm. pre ordering by the way. But uh, that's that's another kick. But hang on just one second. Okay. So Andromeda was still choppy. Like the you're, the cutscenes you had like these little uh, enlarged lips and and like you could see through the character's faceplate and things like that. So the the <laughs> game I was still playing it for the story for the mm-hmm. lore of the story and it was enjoyable. It was it was actually a, a well written story from what I recall. Mm-hmm. I stopped when EA stopped supporting the entire Mass Effect. Like they just quit and I did the pre order for the purpose of the downloadable content that was quote unquote promised to be coming out. When they stopped supporting it, they said there would be no no more downloadable content too. So I quit playing EA uh excuse me, yes, all EA sports and all games, including Mass Effect, which was very I don't want to say devastating, but it was a bummer to me because I really enjoyed it and I wanted to finish that story.
1: I prefer devastating. <laughs> I don't
0: think it was quite
1: devastating. And that was life-ruining. Some people really enjoyed that story. I, well,
0: and I I did. I, I liked it so much that I went through one, two, and three, mm-hmm. and I played the entire games multiple different times, and which, by the way, um, I have successfully X-filled off from the planet with all of my members in Mass Effect 3, I think. Two. Is it two? Yeah. I, I X-filled, what, three times in a row. Nobody died. Mission yeah, accomplished yeah
1: and I've not done it yet yeah <laughs> thank you for reminding me about that but
0: uh <laughs> anyways back to the back to the the thing is I quit supporting because the only way to stop the companies from from benefiting is actually doing something about it just stopping or continuing to play. So that's kind of where that, that aspect went. Now, I say this because I did see that Mass Effect's Ultimate Edition is out, and it kind of questions, and I kind of wonder if it rolls into this whole microtransaction thing that we're talking about, is, has it, or have you not downloaded it? Like, has EA jumped on that min- transaction bandwagon
1: for Mass Effect? Remastering, you mean? Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? Oh, you're talking about microtransaction. Okay. Um... Yeah, because in the multiplayer of it, you can purchase loot boxes in order to get better guns and equipment for multiplayer. Like, that's... So there's
0: still a supported multiplayer version of this?
1: Oh, I don't know about that. No, you're talking about Ultimate Edition completely by itself, yeah, not, yeah, not yeah. previous like Mass Effect 1, 2, 3. Right. No, I, no, it does not because that was the complaint that my friend made about it The coming out is there wasn't a multiplayer aspect of it.
0: Really? Yes. I've never played them. I, I, at least I don't recall playing.
1: It, must not have been memorable. It's like any other wave wave game. Like that's what it was. It was just another wave game. Like the only cool thing was that some of the bosses that you fought in the single player you could fight in there. Which if you had the lore, like oh this is cool, I'm fighting this guy again. Where if you don't have the lore, you're like oh it's just on the big blob. <laughs> and that's what made me more upset. Like I, oh look, the Krogan are hard. Yeah, really? Why? Yeah. Do you know anything about them? Do you know that they're, <laughs> they're they were literally brought up from. From a, a Tomb World to fight the Rachni, which were an evil alien right. race that bred just as fast as they did, right. but they couldn't survive on their home world, so they had to get a, a, a civilization that could. And that's what the Krogan were. No, you don't. All you know is <laughs> Rex. <laughs> no, he doesn't even know that. You can't. Even, they he don't. Doesn't even... No, doesn't know who Rex is. Doesn't know who uh. is. Doesn't know who Saren is. None of it. None of wow. it. None of it. Sounds like a gamer. Yeah, it sounds like a typical person nowadays that likes <laughs> trash. No, he just bought it. <sighs> anywho no microtransactions the, yeah i no actually so i bought the remaster because this is the time when ea started doing dlc a lot more and they they didn't they were cutting stuff from the game that should have been the final game
0: oh you mean like them partial made games that they release and then they're like oh well if you pay 30 more dollars or something we'll give you the whole game but we're going to call it a dlc yeah
1: yeah that yeah.
0: pisses me off too
1: yeah so they were doing that with Mass Effect 2 because Mass Effect 1 – this was before – I want to say Mass Effect originally was made by Bioware before EA put their claws into it and were like, oh, this is what we're going to do because the the game completely changed in Mass Effect 2 how you played yes, it. it did. It yes. was more action-oriented. Yeah. It was not RPG.
0: I think that's when they started incorporating uh, ammo count. Yep. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, and okay. ammo count into a plasma gun.
1: Yeah, okay. So, <laughs> so this is what made me mad is – I really liked the lore. I read that. Yes. In, uh, index all the, all the time. All the codexes. Yeah, all yes. the time. Codex, thank you, not index, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I read that multiple times. So originally, these guns were used, they, they would literally... De- they would Hold on, I'm getting too excited here. Yeah, a little bit. So it would... See how far your target is away, and shave off the exact sliver of ammo it needed to get there, and do the exact same force as if you were from me to you. Yep. So it used a smaller piece if it was closer, and a, a it whatever it shaved off the exact amount, so you wouldn't have to change it out. Correct. It would just overheat. Yep. And then in the lore, it goes, well, they decided that overheating guns was too much of a, a hassle, so they went back to having ejectable magazines. That's- yes, you're right. The the ec- the just think about how much money that would. The, cost the military to right. go back to having this and you want me to have the infrastructure to get bullets to the people like okay yeah that makes complete sense you're right EA yeah I, I want to play battlefield again in, a, in a, a science fiction universe right sorry like, it's not and, battlefield but
0: but I, I mean from to their point I think that they brought in a lot of good things they brought in different characters they brought in other alien races to this game right uh what was the assassin the
1: assassin in I wanna say it was three. He's drell. Yeah. That was wow. pretty good. I like no, that. No, he wasn't one. in three, he was in two. No. Was he in? The two? assassin was in two first. In the third one he dies. Yeah. His homeworld th- is being crumbled. But he- I thought
0: that that storyline was good. That the whole storyline where you were you had the ability to No, it wasn't. It was um it was the uh Salarian, Morton nope. Solus. No, it wasn't Salarian. Was it Solarian where you got to choose if the planet lived or died?
1: Ooh. Yeah, it was that was Tali. That was yeah, the very Tali. Yeah. That's Aquarian. That was a great storyline where she you were choosing whether or not to go back to her homeworld or something. Right. Yeah. So, but that wasn't EA. EA changed the fundamentals of the game. They could have had that great storyline with just having BioWare do it. I, I I I don't know. I'm I'm kind of on the fence with
0: it. What I'm against... I want to burn your fence down. (laughs) (laughs) What I'm against is EA shoving out games, half half games, and then charging to play the whole game. No, well, you get charged full price for the game, but it's only half there. Mm -hmm. But they will add on this game, whether in versions of downloadable content, as you were uh, expressing your, Mm -hmm. your dispute earlier or if it's a microtransaction aspect of oh we'll add this to the game this character adds to the game and that that's kind of what kind of pushed me away from EA so so much um, i think i think mass effect is a great example because it was a great game
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it had a great story and it had potential to fulfill past the game itself I think it had the ability to go out and two books, which is, I think it did, if I'm not mistaken. I read both of them. Yeah. I, I think I, I, I bought them for you. I'm almost certain.
1: I think you bought the first one and I bought the second one. Yeah. Because the first one was about Captain David Anderson and it was excellent. The second one was about Cerberus and that's the whole, whatever. Right. EA.
0: Yeah. Miranda. Yeah. That's where EA came in. But, uh. I
1: mean, she was pretty hot for a video game character <laughs> I'd have smashed. Not surprising. <laughs> <laughs> but uh
0: I that's kind of where my pushback with the EA just kind of comes from is these microtransactions. This is actually why I wanted to bring this up today uh, and just kind of get your thoughts on 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 that aspect and and see what exactly entertainment was worth to you because is there any other company out there that you can think of that maybe does the microtransactions that you might be actually thinking about purchasing. I'm I'm against peer pressure. I'm against this whole, oh hey, everybody's doing it, so why don't you just, you know, it's only 99 cents. I don't give two sh <laughs> I don't I don't just don't care. I, I'm not gonna spend my money on something that I've just spent seventy dollars for or sixty dollars, whatever they are now, that it should it's all be forty nine. Well, it depends on which level you get now. Oh yeah, So my easy bad. on that.
1: Sorry, I don't I don't do the special editions.
0: Oh, they don't have to be special editions. They got literally your regular game, your premium game, and your gold edition it, or your gold level.
1: Deluxe and ultimate. There you go. Yeah,
0: they have they have trim packages. Get on it, bro. <laughs> yeah, I'm way off apparently. But uh they have trim packages to them and they don't appeal to me in any way shape or form.
1: So are you asking me like what developer I would purchase microtransactions for to support yeah, them? But- Yes, there are a few. Um, so City Skylines is one that comes to mind right now. They don't have microtransactions, but they have a bunch of DLC that adds to the game consistently. But they're only like 7 to $15 a piece. Okay. So it's not in full. So is this a... Uh, uh, this... The Paradox Interactive is the one who okay. make City Skylines. Okay.
0: Or, I, I, this is a city building yes, simulator.
1: Yes. Okay. I absolutely love it. <clears throat> and don't get me wrong. It, the, the thing is why I don't mind paying for it is if you just have the base game, it's still as much fun as it with the DLCs. It adds to it. It doesn't detract from it. Like, you can make a gorgeous city with just the base stuff. Okay, so now to
0: dig deeper into this, what appeals to that entertainment value? Like, how, do you do you justify this, this willingness to do that for... For the entertainment value, for your interaction, do you justify it because this is a small developer that needs support? How- Both. Does it? Does both of them, do you kind of think of them both ways?
1: Yeah, because Paradox Interactive isn't huge. Right. When I say Paradox Interactive, not everyone that I've talked to, because we all play games, right. most people don't know what it is. Right. It's, it's a, it's been, they're based out of Sweden. They're not small by no means. They're more well-known in the PC market.
0: And- s- I mean, and so from that aspect, just to kind of throw my two cents into the ring, as much as I like CD Projekt Red, I still wouldn't buy anything if they added something for Cyberpunk or Witcher 3 or anything like that. I still wouldn't buy it. Mm-hmm. I just, I I think that I would support them by buying their game. I would support them with the downloadable content that was supposed to come out and all that good stuff. But I don't know if I would buy like microtransactions, like different skins to cars and Oh, like that.
1: You're talking like that? Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't do that. That that doesn't so I don't buy it unless it's bought for me. Because one of our cousins plays Elder Scrolls Online and he's given me crowns to purchase skins. I will not do that myself.
0: So these Elder Scrolls Online's another big one. Beth in general mm-hmm. is huge with these microtransactions. Now these these skins are they just skins or do they offer a competitive advantage
1: they are just skins really so they haven't changed since oblivion no (laughs) like so most games have stopped doing the competitive advantage stuff because people are like because they compete competitively they've gotten tired of of someone who doesn't know anything about how they can play and they can come in and be on the same par as them so, a lot what, of times...
0: What's wrong with the level playing field? Not to get off sop- subject, but what's wrong with the level playing field? Personally?
1: Like, do you want my personal opinion? Yeah. I don't care if they're competing for it and someone can play and be just as good as them, in my opinion. If you can walk in and purchase the same things as the guy who spent two years <laughs> doing it, my I'm okay with it. Right. Like, it... Try you, hard. You, you just gotta get better. Like, because <laughs> right. if they get the same gear as you and they're better than you, uh, I don't care. Seniority doesn't mean anything to me. Right. Like... I agree with that statement. So... To that, I don't care. But the, the thing is is that most games are stopping that because they're kids. Like most games are per- given to kids, and kids say that's unfair because right. they put the time in. And a lot of children, I I know, if they put the time in, they think they deserve to be better than people that just come in and buy it. And they uh, there's one kid in particular, our cousin's kid, who classifies people as griefers because they just purchase it with shark cards. And it's a big deal because I've noticed as he was younger, he would buy shark cards and just buy whatever he wanted. He literally makes a point to say, I bought this without using shark cards. So it's almost like it's a, a an honor thing, like a, a look what a, I can do without bad, it. Yeah, yeah, like a, a merit badge. Yeah, so like, to speak. like I, I struggled from nothing to get all this stuff, whereas huh. you come in, you're just as good as me, but I earned this, whereas you didn't.
0: So you think in a way that, Microtransactions are actually leading to societal
1: placements. Yes, I Th- think that's that amazing. in the video like, game industry, like if thought... you use microtransactions, you are considered lower tier. Wow. Huh. Yeah,
0: that's kind of interesting.
1: It and it, it's pretty cool because I've played with our cousin's kid since he was like seven, and yeah, screamed yeah, yeah. into the mic. Yeah. Like, and he's and it's kind of cool to see that he's changed because he oh. literally has pointed out that, hey. I don't do this anymore because of this, and it's like I think every kid goes through that. Because as a kid, I like games that are easier. It was more enjoyable to me just to beat the game than it was to have a, a challenge.
0: Well, I, now we're getting way off topic. Oh yeah,
1: way, to- way off,
0: way topic. off topic. Because I think there are certain games that I will play on an easier level just to be into that story. Mm-hmm. Like the, there's there's some games that the story does exactly what I want it to do. Which is detach me to the environment that's around me, in reality. I want to get away from that, and I think that's, to me, that's a game's purpose. Um, to other people, that might
1: not be their purpose. Mm-hmm. Some people, it's a it's a money thing now. Well, I thought this was Deep Think podcast, so I don't think going too far off topic is that big of a deal.
0: Yeah. So, microtransactions kind of allude to money, many different things in a video game, right? We have we. We've at least you and I have discussed the fact that there could be arguments said that they separate classes, Mm -hmm. um, a merit badge. Without a doubt. That they now bring up to this newer generation, which is kind of a little bit different from my my perspective, but it it is what it is. Um, And then the business side of it is they're an industry, a money-making machine industry.
1: Without a doubt. They're not going away either. They... I think that if anything, microtransactions are going to be what becomes the norm. You're going to have a free game, and in order to get more content, you will end up paying for it. I don't think complete games will be what happens anymore, honestly.
0: So I guess then the end question is just what entertainment's worth to you? Yeah. Because the same thing is true with the Apple iStore, right? The The apps themselves cost money to in-app purchases to them. Mm-hmm. So I think that's where we're going to kind of leave it. Um, we really have no outro because we don't have a name yet. <laughs> um, We're kind of thinking maybe uh, Mental Bubblegum or Mind Leak. Not Mental Bubblegum. Not. No. All right. Because so.
1: you didn't like it.
0: I did not. But no. I figured I, I, I would think put Mind it leak,
1: there. I, think, I think I like Mind Leak. I think that's what we're going to call ourselves. Mind Welcome Leak. Welcome or goodbye to Mind Leak. <laughs> Good day. <laughs>